Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. We have a powerful testimony in the house. Let's put our hands together and welcome Naomi to give us her testimony. Wow. Please introduce yourself. I'm Naomi. I'm Naomi from the Choir of Basenta and from Basso Charisma Region. See, the, two weeks ago, the testimony was from the choir. Today, the testimony is from the choir. Ask your neighbor, which Basanta are you in? And if your neighbor is in a Basanta, ask your neighbor, why don't you have a testimony? Amen. What's your testimony about? And my testimony is about how God provided for me through mommy's teaching. Oh, wow. wow. Ah, the people on this side, like you didn't hear, please say it again. What's your testimony about? So, the testimony is about how God provided for me through mommy's teaching. Oh, okay. Wow. So, what, what was the problem in your life? Okay, so every in two weeks, I get like 100 CDs. Sometimes more, other times less. You just can't tell. How many of you can relate? Average. Okay. Yeah. So and I just you are prosperous. So, okay. So three weeks ago, mommy preached about how you can improve your faith. Okay. So on Saturday after the service, I prayed that um, God should give me about three hundred CDs for that week. For that, that was week. my prayer. I said, how many of you need three hundred CDs for a week? Hey, and you are sitting there like that. Okay. Yes. Please continue. So that night after church, my pastor from home called me. And then he told me that he's passing through Kumasi. Do I need something? I was like, oh, I needed some provisions. And he okay. said, okay. Then the next morning, which was the Sunday morning, he called me and asked me to meet him at Tech Junction. He gave me some few things. And oh, then, wow. <laughs> How many of you did a few things? A few things for the week. A few things. Okay. Then, then he added a hundred cities to it. Oh. Then on Tuesday, uh-huh. my sister will not just send me money like that, but I just woke up and then I saw a message from mobile money. My sister has sent me a hundred cities again. That same day, I received a fifty cities again. Hey. Then... Then I think on the Friday evening or so, I also received another money. But and I've been receiving money from my friends, petty petty things. Like it was more than three hundred that week, and I was so surprised because actually, when you calculate, I tried to to put figures on the on the even the provisions. It was more than like five hundred to this, and 
I was like, wow. So because of this scripture, Matthew, uh, Mark chapter 11, verse 23, 24. I was like, go there. It, it was the first time I actually put a scripture down and actually prayed that it is God who said, like, God, you are the one who said it. So as for this one, it must work for me. Please continue. So right now, are you, like the way you were before the, the preaching, are you broke like that or actually, now you are prosperous? No, actually, not as broke as... Usually, when it's exam time, I'll just lose weight. Oh, like how many of you know this way? After I up to exam time, I'll lose weight. But this time around, I didn't lose weight at all, as you can see. As you can see, she has not lost weight at all. Give the Lord a shout wherever you are sitting and believe that you also don't lose weight. Amen. So, please, what do you want to tell the church? I want to tell the church that they should believe. First, First Chronicles chapter 20, verse 20. Oh, go there. Believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. And believe in your prophets, and you shall prosper. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Naomi. May be seated. Amen. Come for your post, I beg you. This evening, the Lord's anointed vessel is in the house. In fact, it is through the words of this prophet that the Lord has given to us. That's why people have testimonies. And if you are here and you want to receive your own very testimony, why don't you rise to your feet and put your hands, your, put your hands together and shout as we welcome E.S. Your majesty, your king of kings, we bow down and worship you. Words cannot explain how great you are. I can send the whole world through and I will never find someone Hallelujah. Like Let us pray. Father, we're so grateful to be in church tonight. I pray that as your word comes, you will meet everyone who is here tonight. Let your word not fall to the ground, but let it accomplish that for which you sent it. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you. Take your seat. Wow. It's very nice to be here with you. <laughs> Mercy. A week ago, I think I was looking and wondering and waiting to hear how the service had gone and things and things but it's really nice to be here with you tonight hallelujah film stars when you have a film it's nice to come to church on time 7 30 i'm preaching hallelujah i hope the exams are going well mm, it's working it's working it's working by the grace of God. It's working. Today I'm sharing a very short word with you, but a very important word. Amen. We've been learning about faith and we are still learning about faith. Is your faith being built? Hey, is your faith being built? Yeah, I believe so. It's by faith that we live. It's by faith that we do everything that we do in the house or as believers. And if you're a believer, you don't have faith. There's a crisis. It's a problem. Because the Bible says that God has given to each man a measure. Yeah, so at least you have a measure, something. Push your neighbor, say neighbor, you have something. You have something. And if it is not yet working for you, it's probably because you've not used it. 
just puts it down. Yeah. But as you begin to use your faith, I think Naomi's testimony was very nice. Yeah. Hey. As you begin to use it, you will discover that, eh, that my faith, it actually works. So many times in the Bible, Jesus will say, because of your faith, because of your faith, isn't it? Your faith has healed you. Your faith has made you whole. Your faith, your faith. One would have thought you would say that his power. But I say your faith. Because it takes your faith to move the hand of God. Hallelujah. Tonight, I'm just preaching shortly. But I'm talking to you about, by faith, you will emerge out of your weakness. By faith, you will emerge out of your weakness. Hallelujah. I said, by faith, you will emerge out of your weakness. One of the interesting things in life is that we try to convince people that we are okay. Everybody now you've made your face nice, but, but the truth is that we all have weaknesses. Doesn't matter who you are, where you are. Oh, is it true or is it not true? Yeah, we've covered up a lot of our weaknesses, you know. <clears throat> Ask your neighbor, oh, eh, eh, you in particular, what is your weakness? You in particular. And so tonight, for just like 20 minutes, I'm going to be sharing with you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Ophelia, well, you didn't remind me that um, before I, I get into the preaching, this should be our last meeting for this semester. I don't know why you are saying, oh, no, as you have made your plans to be at home by this time next week. So that we will be here. Then I'll be preaching to Oferewa or who? Oferewa and Pastor David. No, 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 no. Amen. So, <laughs> if you're going to be around during the holiday, we're going to join the 10 a.m. service on Sunday. We'll just run that one service. Is that okay? Because after all, you don't wake up early anyway. So, the 7 o'clock. Is it okay? Hmm. So the year wasn't strong. It's like, hmm. You were hoping to go on holiday from church too. I just want to remind you that your enemy doesn't go on holiday. He's working all the time. Yeah. All right. So this is our last meeting for the semester. But as soon as the semester reopens, it opens, I believe, on the 18th. We will not meet on the 18th, but we'll meet the Saturday after that. That's the 25th or something. 25th. Yeah, immediately after. Even if you are not coming for two weeks, that's your business, but we they will be open. Once school reopens, we'll be here. Push your neighbor and say, your subine, they know all. They know all. This is your subine. We know all. As you are here saying, oh, oh, the week will not end, then you'll be at home. <laughs> Amen. But let me also say that if you are in the kind of situation, you know that if you go home, money is tight. I will... I will advise you to stay around because because the city has gone bonkers when you were coming how much did you pay at Krakomasi? 50 Ghana cities as you are going back it is 85 one way and so if you are going and coming just the bus is 170 we have not added from money from here to the station and we have also not added both to your house so, if you know that you are in a home that is dependent on salary, do you understand? Let wisdom apply. I hope you're understanding what I'm saying. Hello? 
Am I talking to somebody? You know that if your father doesn't have his salary, he can't give you money. Then maybe you should just sit down. End of the month, then you go and come. Ah. No, it's just real. It's just real. Because just to go and come is 170. It's even annoying. <laughs> Are you there? The boat, what they used to charge two CDs, is now five. Yeah. It's now five. Tell your neighbor, but we are surviving. It's all right. We are in it. We are, you will survive. You'll be okay. But that's just a bit of practical advice. Because some of you don't think very far. And you just land at home and then you are stuck there. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes, so let's get back to our word. Faith will emerge out of your weakness. And I'm saying that everyone has a weakness. The devil has done such a number on, on us that we all think that we alone have that weakness. Mm-hmm. So when you are there, you are struggling with math. He said, everybody in the class is a good mathematician. You alone. Wabo. Uh-huh. Are you there? So you are the type. When you are reading, you are studying, you are sleeping. So only you. Everybody else looks as if they have it all put together. Is it true or is it not true? Yeah. It's just generally the way things are. But by faith, you will overcome your weakness. Many times, our weaknesses are, they look so large. And they loom so large. But tonight, I want to talk to you about a certain man. And then I'll show you his weakness. You know, because we all think about him in a certain way. So let's begin. Let's go to the book of Daniel, chapter 1. Daniel, chapter 1. I'm reading from verse 19. And the king communed with them. And among them all was found none like Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Daniel and his friends, these were their names before their names were changed. Therefore stood they before the king. Are you seeing it? These were young boys, powerful young boys, very wise, very knowledgeable. And you see, when they say the king communed, a king doesn't talk nonsense. He doesn't have time to discuss the price of watching that or football cry. Hey, when are they playing the match? Is it tonight? Yeah. Hey, Nina Kahuna I have to finish. I have to f- I know that's why I'm finishing first. So that you go and catch the last one. Otherwise I'll be here and your ears will be out there. I know you well. Yeah. There's a what? Oh I know things. I almost put the match and then we'll preach after but it was too late. Otherwise And in all matters of wisdom and understanding that the king inquired of them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and astrologers that were in his realm. And Daniel continued even unto the first year of King Cyrus. So this looks like a really well put together, powerful young man. Or you can't see it. Somebody who talks to kings. Ask your neighbor, which king have you spoken to? Mm. 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 It's not the president. Even the president say, what do you call it? Aid the camp, you have not spoken to. Amen. So he was a mighty king, a mighty guy. Let's look at some of the things that we know about him. In Daniel chapter 2, you find him under King Nebuchadnezzar. Now, the remarkable thing about Daniel was that he was under three kings. So it is like you were the vice president when President Kufuor came. You continued as vice president when 
uh, Mama came. You continued as prize. Uh, uh, yeah. And at Amos, you continued. And are you seeing it? Normally, when the king that you are under moves, that's it. They clear you and then another. But this guy, he survived. Let's, let's take a look. Daniel 2, verse 46 to 48. You know, King Nebuchadnezzar had some very wild dreams. And Daniel had explained it to him. And the Bible says in verse 46, Then the king Nebuchadnezzar fell upon his face and worshipped Daniel. Have you seen some before? Hey! And commanded that they should offer an oblation and sweet odors to him. That's the things they do for their gods. They should do for him. The king answered unto Daniel and said, Of a truth it is that your God is a God of gods and a Lord of kings and a revealer of secrets, seeing thou couldst reveal the secret. In verse 48, then the king made Daniel a great man and gave him many great gifts and made him ruler over the whole province of Babylon and chief of the governors over all the wise men of Babylon. Wow. You see, you need to get the context a little bit. This is not Daniel in his hometown. This is Daniel who was a Jew. And then the children of Israel, as you know, they are always in trouble with God. And when they are in trouble, they allow their enemies to overtake, overtake them. So he was a captive. He was not, it's not in his hometown. He's a captive and he's now being elevated by the king. To the extent that the king is even bowing down and letting them honor him as if he's one of their gods. Please ask your neighbor, who has been bowing down to you? Let us continue. <laughs> now, after, after Nebuchadnezzar, we meet the next king, Belshazzar, who was the grandson of Nebuchadnezzar. Daniel chapter 5 and verse 29. Then commanded Belshazzar, and they clothed Daniel with scarlet, and put a chain of gold about his neck, and made a proclamation concerning him that he should be the third ruler in the kingdom. So, President Vice President, Chief of Staff, or what, Minister of Defense. That was to be his task. Now, normally, this one is ignored. They don't talk about it because that night the king died. Uh -huh. So it didn't, I mean, it didn't, uh -huh. but you can see that he was in for honors again. Are you there? So we come to the next king. That's King Darius. And that takes us to Daniel chapter 6. And I'll finish my preaching in two minutes. It pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 princes, which should be over the whole kingdom. So here is a whole kingdom. 120 people have been placed over them. And over these, over these 120, three presidents. Are you seeing it? Of whom Daniel was first. So you have the 120 MPs, whatever you call them. Then they had three people in charge of the 120. So should it not be 40, 40, 40? That means they are equal. But they said among the three, Daniel was first. Are you seeing it? That the princes might give accounts unto them and the king should have no damage. So the people who were supposed to be his colleagues were now reporting to him. I see your colleagues reporting to you. 
see them reporting to you. Amen. So he was like first among equals. Why? Verse 3. Then this Daniel was preferred above the prince, presidents and princes because an excellent spirit was in him and the king thought to set him over the whole realm. Are you seeing that he's flourishing under this king as well? Oh, as are you seeing that this refugee, this refugee is flourishing. So it's like we are here, then they bring some refugees from Ukraine. And after they have brought them, under one king, this one is his vice president. Under the next one, his vice president. Under the next one, it's very, very, very wild. Amen. He was a refugee. He's been, they have lost the war. They have beaten them. They have taken the children captives. And then they are growing up in the land there. Daniel 6. This is the famous story that we know of since he, we were children from verse 21. Well, before 21, we find that so he had enemies. Tell your neighbor, when you do well in this life, you have some enemies. You by all means have some enemies. And these enemies had set him up. And because of that, he had fallen foul of a law. And they had used it to throw him into the lion's den. And now the king was even worried. Because the king knew that, or not, it shouldn't be. But he had made the law, so they had to throw him in. The next morning, the king got up early. So the Bible says that night he couldn't even sleep. And he went to the, to, to the place where the, you know, the dungeon where the, and started shouting, Daniel, Daniel, did your, um, your, your, your God, did he answer you? Let's pick the story from verse 21. Then Daniel said, then said Daniel unto the king, O king, live forever. My God has sent his angel and has shut the lion's mouths that they have not hurt me. For as much as before him, innocence was found in me. And also before thee, O king, have I done no hurt. Then then was the king exceeding glad for him and commanded that they should take Daniel up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den and no manner of hurt was found upon him because he believed in his God. Hallelujah. When your enemy rises up against you, he will not be able to do anything. I said he will not be able to what? Do anything. Some of you every day, you are afraid of even a shadow that is passing. Oh, even a small rumor, you are afraid. Recently, some small boys that sons of a couple of friends, they started sending SOS, which come and pick them, that they say something's roaming around in their dormitory. They're saying, hey, were you not like that? Anyway. <laughs> Are you here? Verse 24. And the king commanded, and they brought those men which had accused Daniel, and they cast them into the den of lions. Them, their children, their wives, and the lions had the mastery of them. Suddenly the lions regained regained their appetite. And break all their bones in pieces, even before they came to the bottom. Then King Darius wrote unto all peoples, nations, and languages that dwell on the earth, peace be multiplied unto you. I make a decree that in every dominion of my kingdom, men tremble and fear before the God of Daniel. For he is the living God and steadfast forever. And his kingdom, that which shall not be destroyed, and his dominion 
shall be even unto the end. He delivereth and he rescueth. The king is now preaching. And he worketh signs and wonders in heaven and in earth. Who hath delivered Daniel from the power of the lions. Hallelujah. Are you there? Verse 28. So this this Daniel prospered in the reign of Dandarius. And then we see the third king. And in the reign of Cyrus, the Persian. Are you there? So he thrived under Nebuchadnezzar. He thrived. He was about to prosper under Belshazzar. He thrived under, under Darius. And he thrived under Cyrus. The Bible tells us in Daniel chapter 10 and verse 1. In the third year of Cyrus, king of Persia, a thing was revealed unto Daniel, whose name was called Belteshazzar. So he survived up until that point. In fact, we even met that in Daniel 1. Three kings, and he survived, and he prospered. He excelled, and he did well under all of these kings. But, 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 are you there? I said, but, this excellent man with an excellent spirit who was doing so many things, who lions couldn't chew, who could interpret dreams, who was a serious prayer warrior. Oh yeah, when you go to Daniel 9, you meet him in his element, praying. Are you there? He was interpreting dreams. He was, some of the things he said are things that even have come to pass of the different kingdoms that have come to reign. Amen. This man had one weakness. Would you like to know what his weakness was? You're sure you want to know what his weakness is? Really? You want to know what his weakness is? His weakness was that he had no balls. He was a eunuch. <laughs> he was <laughs> he was what he was a eunuch what does it mean to be a eunuch it means that you have been castrated what does it mean to be castrated <laughs> You see, <laughs> you see, if you are a very honorable man, you will know that there are some things that disturb you, including certain things that happen when you don't want them to happen. I didn't say anything. <laughs> but it is the presence of testicles that brings something to life. Your confidence is from there. Yeah. Your drive is from there. Oh, it's true. I should tell you, eh? The girls, you don't have something. <laughs> no, it's true. Your drive. That is why when you are driving on the road, are you here? And a car is coming this way. And another one is going this way. They can come and just stand there. And nobody will back down. They won't budge. You thought it was what? 
it's not from the head, it's from the testicles. It's from the hormones of the testicles. Won't bow. You be man, I be man. I won't bow. When it's a lady, we'll just resolve it. Hey, please. <laughs> please. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. That is what gives you that thing. That posturing that you posture. Hey. The church has become very quiet. Too. <laughs> the thing. <laughs> Young lady, you're in your house with your brother. I mean, life is cool. Then some guy says he's coming to marry you. All of a sudden, your brother takes a stand that you don't understand. Doesn't even make sense. That's it. That's it. The, the, the hormones are working. Generated by the testicles. In animals, that's where you see it in its raw form. They, they don't hide it. Yeah. One time in my house, we made a mistake. <laughs> are you there? I work with animals, so I should have known better. I just wasn't paying attention. We had a dog. It had been there. And the dog we liked, he'd been there for a long time. And then somebody gave us another dog. At that point, we should have decided who the kingpin is, who you want to rule, and we should have castrated the other one, and we didn't. We just didn't. I don't even know why we didn't, but we didn't. Now, <laughs> at that time, there were three dogs. So the old male, the old dog, he wasn't old anyway, but he was old. And then this new dog, and then a female dog. And they lived together in harmony and peacefully. Are you there? And the younger dog, we called him Barak, which means thunder. And he used to, he was growing. And he was growing. And he was growing. And he was growing. Are you there? We were also there in the house. And he was growing. And he was growing. One day, he said, today is either you or me. One of us must die. And the mother or grandfather of all fights began in the house. And these two dogs, male dogs, went for each other. One of us must die. And they fought. Hey. They fought. They fought. It was incredible. Because just the day before, there were two very obedient dogs. If you call them, they will come. If you say stop, they will stop. But that day, one of us must be the king here. Well, eventually the fight ended. She said, Did one die? Something in him died. The next day, he walked across and a car cleared, cleared him. It was very deliberate. Yeah, because he had been humbled by the younger dog. Yeah. That's why I said one of us must die. Mm. Why? Not really. It's not as you, it's a, it's a, you know, in medieval times they used to do that. Yes. If you are a broken man, you are broken. That's it. You must leave. Even in the, in the, in the, jungle and stuff, the older one must go away. Among the lions, the fight, uh, the old one must go. If he loses the fight, the one who loses must leave. And as you leave, you know that a lion that's not in the pack, it's just a matter of time. 
and you are dead. Yeah. Are you there? So to castrate a human being, what you have done is to remove from him everything. His confidence is gone. His desire for everything is gone. That's why they created them as eunuchs, because they will be obedient. They don't have the desire to fight. In Acts chapter 8, we meet the eunuch from Ethiopia. And the Bible says that all the queen's treasure was under him. He doesn't have, he's not going to flee anywhere. He doesn't to run. Oh, it's too much work. He won't go anywhere. He said you should sit by the treasury. He'll sit. He said you should take care. He'll take care. He said you should bath the queen. He'll bath her. Nothing. The thing called drive has been removed from his life. Some of you behave like eunuchs. Even though everything is intact. Anyway. Are you there? And that was why in the book of Daniel chapter 1, we meet them under the prince of the eunuchs. He was the one who was in charge of these boys because they had been captured, taken away as captives and they were going to be brought up to do different things. They were all castrates, all of them. Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, all of them. They were castrated. Are you in the church? You are very quiet. Do you know why you are quiet? You're quiet because your mind, in your mind, Daniel is a strong man. So many people name their child Daniel. Why? Because it doesn't occur to them. As you read the story, does it sound like the story of a weakling? Does it sound like the story of someone who didn't know what he was about? Does it sound like the story of someone who didn't accomplish anything? No. Somebody may have come for his testicles, but they did not take something that was greater than his testicles, which was his faith in the God that he said. Hallelujah. Amen. So even though the weakness was there, you don't meet any wife anywhere. You don't meet, he doesn't have any other family. In the whole book of Daniel, he didn't have any family. But because his faith in God was intact, you see him operating at a certain level right from Daniel chapter 1 and all the way through. When they wanted to give him something to eat, said, we don't eat this food. He went to ask permission, please don't let me defile myself. Because he believed in his God. He didn't say, ah, now that they have taken our everything, we are very useless. But have you not noticed that sometimes that's what we say in our weakness? After all, if the guy has flooded me, of what use am I? That's actually the open door that many girls used to sleep around. They feel that just because they lost it once. So, Charlie, now dear, one of my dress, anybody, anywhere, anything, yeah. It is one of the, the ploys of the devil to tell you that because you fell once, you have no use. It's not true. This guy, when they cast it, is forever. Whatever you do, you can't grow it back. They can also attach it back. It's gone. <laughs> it's very serious. <laughs> it's very, very, very serious. But you can see that the guy lived a full life. And not just a full life, a life that we are still learning from up until today. So why have you taken your weakness as if just because of that weakness? So, 
I, I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to say. If with such a severe weakness, and normally those guys, they grow big, but there isn't really much. Yeah, there's not. The, the hardening of the muscles is also something brought by the testes. So if it's not there, you'll just be. Have you seen how in a woman, bigness is not related to strength? Yeah, that's how a castrated man is. It's not related to strength. Hmm. It's very serious, eh? <laughs> yeah. Even your joy in life is taken from you. Yeah. Recently, I was going to castrate one of my dogs, and that's why I didn't do it. Oh, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I said, what? If I castrate him, I was going to castrate him because he's very troublesome. Very, very troublesome. Today he realized that everybody in the house was hot. We are all moving. He just went and took somebody's shoes and ran away. <laughs> and when the person didn't chase, he came back, came and walked. So I want you to see that I have your shoes. <laughs> and I thinking, you are too troublesome. If I castrate you, you'll be a little peaceful. But then I realized that the joy that the animal also brings will also be gone. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. Yeah. The joy will also be gone. <laughs> I have somebody in the house. When the person is eating Friday, the dog will come and sit there and eat some. Yeah. But when you castrate them, the thing is just there. It's just there. Yeah. But you see, you can see that Daniel was not just there. In spite of it, in spite of it, he was interpreting dreams. He was in charge of people. He was moving things. He was a respected person. In spite, I don't know what your weakness is, but I just came tonight to say, in spite of it, I said, in spite of it, if you hold your place with God, you'll be okay. You'll be what? Yeah. That's why you may be as ugly as Medusa. No, it's true. For us, the ladies, maybe that's what makes people... You know, she feels she's very ugly, feels nobody will like her. Hey, with God, you're a winner. Yeah. I said, with God, you're a winner. The guy, you feel that I don't have money, I come from a very poor background. That's all right. With God, you're a winner. I want you to turn to your neighbor and say, you know, with God, you're a winner. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. It was his faith in God. That made him victorious. Do you know that in Daniel chapter 6, when they were trying to plot to put him in the lion's den, what did those men say? Let's read verse 5. Then said the men, that's his enemies, we shall not find any occasion against Daniel, except we find it against him concerning the law of his God. Yeah. We can't find anything. We'll not be able to catch him stealing from the treasury. We'll not be able to catch him doing anything. It has to be something concerning him and his God. So even his detractors knew that he and God did. We don't joke. I wonder what your relationship with God is like. Oh! Mm. Hallelujah. <laughs> amen. Oh, I said amen. amen. I'm ending. And tonight, I just want to say to you that whatever God has placed in your heart to do, do it. The Bible says, Psalm 103 and verse 14, it says that for he knows our frame. He remembers our frame. He remembers that we are dust. So he knows what he has created. It was not by mistake that he created us. Amen? 
He knows that this is how you are. And he knows that this is where your weakness is. But I just want to say to you that as you hold on to him, and as you insist, Lord, I'm just holding you. I cannot even walk. So you, as you are walking, I'll just be dragging on the floor going. But as I hold on to you, I know that I will be an overcomer. David, Daniel overcame him. Have you not seen that you are very surprised that he was a eunuch? Because it's not what we remember about him. What we remember is a man of God who was respected, who was a prophet, who was close to God, through whom miracles happened, the interpretation of dreams. From today, that weakness, forget it. Concentrate on moving with God. Stand to your feet. Tell our neighbor, faith is what we need. Faith is what we need. You want to just pray for yourself for a few minutes tonight. Just pray for yourself for a few minutes tonight. Talk to God for a few minutes tonight. Commit yourself to him. Maybe you've not been so consistent with him, but you want to say, Lord, tonight I understand that you are my answer. I'm committing myself to Talk to the Lord tonight. Talk to him tonight. Talk to him tonight. Oh, yes. He knows our frame. He remembers that we are dust. And yet he has chosen to use us and to put his spirit in earthen vessels like us. Oh, tonight just talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Commit yourself to him. Oh, place your life in his hand. You will accomplish everything he's asking of you. Because you have him. Nothing will be too high for you to climb. Oh, you're going to be well able to do it. Some of you have about half a week more of exams in front of you. And you want to say, Lord, with your help. You may have fooled around, you may not have learnt as much as you should have, but you're overcoming because of him. You're overcoming by his spirit. Yes, Lord. Talk to him. Oh, talk to him. Oh, talk to him. Talk to him tonight. Just keep praying for a few minutes. You must be in the truth. Oh, yes. Right by my side, I wanna Where are you? 
I want you to just seek him. Just know that he's with you. Know that he's by you. He's right by your side. Right by my side. I want to feel you. I want to As your Lord and your Savior. Maybe you know him, maybe you don't. But tonight you're saying, I've not walked with you, Lord, as I ought to. I want to give my life to you. The Bible says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And so tonight I want to encourage you, if you've not done so, to give your life to the Lord Jesus Christ and to confess with your mouth that he is your Lord. And to be saved. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed, you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Just slip up your right hand. Just where you are standing, we're going to pray. God bless you. Just lift it up. Lift it up. Just step out of where you are. Come to me. I'm going to pray with you. Just come. Just come to me. Just come. If you lifted your hand up, just come and let us pray together. Maybe you've been in church all your life. But you never gave your life to him. Come to me and let us pray. That because we are yours, we know that we have everything that we need to overcome whatever weakness there is in our lives. And because of that, we have hope that tomorrow will be a better day and next year will be a better year and we will fulfill the purpose for which you created us. In Jesus' name, 
and all the saints shall say, Amen. And amen. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at FOLCIDRC. God richly bless you.